0: Hello and welcome to Yours Mentally, a podcast that discusses issues that we all have on our mind but are too afraid to speak on. Our podcast is a safe space for anyone who wants to discover more about and improve their mental well-being. On today's episode of Yours Mentally, we have with us Chetna Chakravarti, who's a life coach. She also specializes in positive action coaching, bio-touch and chakra healing. We're so happy to have you, Chetna. So on today's episode of Yours Mentally, where we talk about screen time and social media, Chetna, my first question to you is, how does social media deteriorate a person's mental health?
1: Okay, so firstly, I'd like to say this, that um, I'm I'm one of those people who don't believe that social media is a demon. At least not the kind of demon that everyone's painting social media out to be. If you are scrolling mindlessly, it is not the fault of Instagram or Facebook. Mm -hmm. It's your bad habit, right? You you lack self-control and you need to work on yourself. And I'm not saying this from a space of judgment, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? I'm saying this from a space of being practical about things. Look, social media has some really, really beautiful content out there that is helpful And it's a good resource if used the right way. The problem is that everyone is binging on it. And because of this pandemic, we are binging five times harder (laughs) on it, right? So if you're going to overdo anything that is, even if it's good, it's going to harm you. I mean, milk, okay, I won't take milk because there's this whole issue with dairy. But um, vegetables, vegetables are good for us. Fine, but if I'm going to overdo vegetables of a certain kind in a certain form, then it the repercussions will show on my body, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? So, anything, even if it is healthy, must be consumed in the right proportion, and everyone's right proportion is different, okay? So, um, as an example. Beetroot is very good. It's a very healthy vegetable. However, people who have diabetes need to be careful about how much beetroot they eat because it's also high on sugar. Mm -hmm. The Proportions are different. Similarly, for social media, social media needs to be consumed in small doses. And you need to figure out how big or small your portion of it can be in a day. Right now, coming to whether it deteriorates a person's mental health or not. Yes, it can amplify the pain that you are going through. Why? Because you are one, possibly not following the right kind of people. Two, you are mindlessly scrolling. So there's no purpose behind it. You're trying to fill a void of some kind. And three, the biggest problem with social media, and this is why it's got the kind of reputation that it has, is that everyone only puts out the good stuff. Everyone only shows their best face. Nobody is writing about the hard stuff. Nobody is writing about the ugly things. Nobody is writing as much about the pain. And actually, I, I'll take that the word nobody and say not enough people, because there are lots of accounts out there that are writing stuff and posting images that are very honest. And some of the stuff is hard hitting, right? And some of the stuff makes you turn around and say, OK, there is somebody else like me out there. So two mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that you want to figure out is what are you consuming and how much are you consuming it? And this, right. is, this is the reason why it can deteriorate or it can you know play a part in deteriorating mental health. Because if you have anxiety and you're scrolling pictures uh, of your friends who are only posting their good side, who also, by the way, has ang- anxiety issues but never says a thing about it on Instagram and is only posting pretty happy pictures, you're going to feel like, Wow, everyone's life is normal. Mine isn't. Hmm. And that constantly causes you to then assess and judge yourself. So one is consume it in small doses. An hour a day, two hours a day, unless your work is on social media. And I'm talking to teenagers. If you're a blogger, I understand you need more time. But if you are not, then spending seven hours on social media when you have nothing to post, you can consume a lot of better stuff on the internet. On different sites, it doesn't have to all come from social media, right? So, think about what you're consuming, how much you are consuming it, um, and think about how much you are believing. So, one of the things that I think I would tell, and I know a couple of my uh, clients who are teenagers do this: they often take two week uh, breaks from Instagram. They, you know, kind of suspend their account. There are people who suspend their Facebook account. If that works for you, go for it. Okay, there's no harm in it. But the better thing and, you know, that's like doing a fad diet. That's like doing a trend diet and then losing 10 kgs. Okay, in like Mm -hmm. three weeks. But what you're better off doing is to change your habit or the way daily habits towards social media, which means time yourself, number one. Don't sit on social media for more than 20 minutes at a time. Do it three times in a day if you want to, but give yourself 20-20 minute slots. Second thing that you'd possibly want to do is um, curate your feed. Instagram has a magic button called mute. You don't have to unfollow and block. Please use mute when you have friends who are giving you diabetes, which means they're living this brilliant life and you're feeling left out. Mute it. It's fine. If you don't see what's happening on their page for a few days, by default, it's okay. You can always click on their page and go see some. Right. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think it affects our mental health because we tend to compare our behind the scenes with someone else's highlights. So we tend to think that we're, not that we're not good enough. So my next question to you is, um, how does taking time off social media help you mentally? So like I said, a lot of us are binging on social media. And if you are not somebody who is monitoring the amount of social media you are consuming or tuning into, uh, and the amount of time that you're spending on it, if you don't have the ability and the self control to, you know, space that out, then taking time off becomes important because you're kind of ODing on it, right? It's like an overdose. And whatever emotions that, your social media page is triggering, whatever emotions your social media page is triggering, well, that is getting augmented. And it's and it's constantly increasing because you're stepping into the same downward spiral. It's like, it's like you know that you're gonna have four days of rainfall, crazy mad rain, and every time you're continuing to walk out without the umbrella, right? And then you're saying I'm drenched and I'm falling sick, and you know, it's not working for me. So you may want to take those breaks because you've done too much of it. And uh, the same thing goes for even like exercising. If you've worked out for five days a week, every personal trainer will tell you, every good fitness person will tell you, you take the fifth day off, maybe the sixth day also if you need to because recovery is important. So Mm. get off it. Get off it if you need to. The other thing that I will say is this. Think about which platforms you are on and how you are using I mean, do you really need to be on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram? Um, I don't know what other platforms are there out there right now. Do you really need to be on all of it? Which one do you really use? Just be on those.
0: Right. Uh, So before we move to the next question, what I want to say over here is, you know, there are many people out there. I mean, many of my own friends. If you, like, if anyone ever tells them that, you know... Don't use social media. or Social media is bad. Or just you know, use like limited amount. Of, use it for a limited amount of time. Their comeback is like you know, there's some. They're, they're like you know, so and so people dropped out of college and now they're billionaires. And you know, nowadays social media is the key. Social media is the answer to do so many things and stuff like that. So they're like, if you know, if we're not on social media, we're not up to date with the trends. We won't we won't know things happening around us. So do you think that's like just a justifiable answer to? Spend like enormous amounts of like okay. time on social media, like.
1: So so let me just say this. Um, again, like I said in my very first response, was that I don't think social media is the demon that it's being made out to be. Hmm. We are the ones who don't mm-hmm. have self-control, firstly, and in this in this hmm. um, analogy that you gave, the response that hmm. your friends or whoever is giving back saying, "Oh, people went and became billionaires on social media." Um, hmm. Hmm. You can get your news from other places also. You could get your news about what is happening on social media and who became a billionaire on Google, on Google News, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have to be on Instagram. Right. So this thing mm-hmm. of also the, the, if the moment someone says that, oh, we won't know the trends, my immediate next answer would be, yeah, so why don't you tell me the top five trends that you have just received in the last five days? I'm sure none of them yeah. will be able to yeah. answer because how many of them are really processing stuff? Now, my, other, my right. other answer, you know, like, or my other point in the same context is this. If your purpose is to be in sync with what is happening out there in the world, why do you want to be in sync with it? What is it going to do for you? Is it helping you become a billionaire? Why, does it, why is it important for you to be uh, trendy? Why is it important for you to be up to date with everything? How is that helping you yeah. right now? What is it doing for you right now? Let me give you an example from my own space, Okay, I'm an alternative healing practitioner and a life coach. Um, I put out a lot of content on Instagram, which means I spend a lot of time on my phone. But the surprising part is this. I consume 20%. I put out 80%, which means I'm spending more time creating than consuming. My output is more than my input. Mm-hmm. Which is why when I'm on social media and I'm putting stuff out, I'm feeling fulfilled because I'm putting stuff out that is aligned to my purpose, that is helping people, which is what I want to do. And I'm not consuming things that are pulling me down. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all very nice to say that, you know, um, I can't get off social media. How can I not be on social media? Uh, it's where everything is happening and I won't be relevant anymore. You have to ask yourself, What are you trying to be relevant for? Like, what is your, what is that relevance that you're trying to hold on to?
0: Right, right. Okay, so like you mentioned, you consume 20% and like, you know, spend most of your time creating. What are the ways, what are like different ways to be productive on your phone? Or like, you know, any electronic device or like social media in general? What are are the ways to be productive using these?
1: Step one, and this is a don't don't mindlessly use your gadgets which means don't open your instagram because you are bored and don't simply at all go on to some random websites and read some random stuff which makes no sense to you which is doing nothing for you because you are bored okay mm-hmm. there is a don't netflix and chill on your laptop because you are bored so what first things first don't use your gadgets because you are bored right Right. Use your gadgets with a certain purpose, which means that your laptop has a certain purpose in your life today. It is obviously you're joining into your college, you know, things on your laptop. Uh, you're mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. reading, doing research, etc., on it. Yes, you're Netflixing and chilling on it as well. However, what is the proportion of how you are using this? So be very mindful of how you are using your laptop, okay, or your phone mm-hmm. for that matter. Uh, What is the point of switching on Instagram and scrolling mindlessly? How is it helping you? It's not. So for social media, here's what I'll say. And this is specific to the apps, okay? Any social media app, instead of scrolling, please think about who are the three people whose content you want to consume before you switch on the social media app. When you switch on that app, search for that particular person, go to their account, see their post, like comment, share, interact, because you're obviously going online to interact. It's not just about one way consumption, So interact Mm -hmm. with the person, share. If you like something, have a conversation because that then keeps that space alive, even for you, that then makes that space productive, even for you. Okay. So that's one. One is don't mindlessly scroll, um, you know, Think about whose account you want to consume, what kind of content you want to consume. Go onto the app, search for that specific person, read two three of their posts, like, comment, share, and then you move from there. As far as other apps on your phone go, um, I'm not. I'm somebody who doesn't put games on my phone. Um, I will put a game only on days when I'm free and I delete it. I don't leave it there because again, it's a distraction, and where I don't know how to use it in a relaxing way. The day I learn that, I'll keep some app games on, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I don't keep games on my phone because uh, then I don't have self-control to not constantly run to it and play it all the time. So if I am if I have a lot of free time, I'm on vacation, I may download a game and keep it just for that particular period. And that's a rule that I use for almost all apps that I may put, put down, uh, you know, download on my phone. The other thing is I have a notepad app always because uh, I jot down everything. And it's a great tool to use when you are somebody who struggles with communication and conversation. Because while someone is talking and you are wondering how to reply, you can write down your response and read it. And it gives you confidence to say what you need to. Um, It's also a great app to use when you are having a heated argument with somebody and you're not able to express your anger. Open the notepad and just jot down what you are feeling. Right. So sometimes we don't have paper and pen. Notepad works for that. Now, you need to ask yourself that the Mm. apps that you have downloaded on your phone, how are they helping you make your life better? Now, this does not mean that you have to be all serious, Okay, If you are somebody who Mm -hmm. uh, can download games and you enjoy playing games, please have it there. But if the games are going to take over the time that you should be spending on doing things that are important, then that's a problem, right? So don't be like so strict with yourself. I usually have like a 70-30 rule. If you're 70% good at uh, uh, what you are doing and staying within your so-called limits and boundaries that you have placed and you don't want to cross, Then 30% up and down on some days, you know, not caring about the rules that you are putting down for yourself is okay. It's fine. So, usually with the 70 30 rule, I'm able to maintain a certain kind of discipline. But I would say this that everyone should use their gadgets more mindfully and with a sense of purpose. Why are you switching on your phone right now? Why are you sitting on your laptop right now? What is it supposed to do for you? What are you trying to accomplish? You know, these are tiny questions to answer. Right. So my next question is, um, why is it said that we should refrain from using social media for at least an hour or two when we wake up and before we sleep? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of both. So <laughs> I'm not going to preach. But, but I will say this. I will say this. I know I also tell myself, listen, like don't pick up the phone immediately. Uh, one is the light. Right. Um, when you are staring at your screen and the light, it's obviously not good. It's not letting you unwind. It's not letting your mind switch off. Now, the last thing at the night, you last thing at night, what we all need to be do- doing is switching off. Okay. So let me explain this in a simple way. Um, think about your laptop. Do you shut down your laptop, or do you just put the lid down and it goes into hibernate? What are you doing? Most of us just put it on hibernate we, because we want it to start up that fast. We don't shut it down because oh, it's going to take five more minutes to restart otherwise, to boot up. OK? So mm-hmm. ideally, we should be shutting down. And that's the same thing we're doing with our mind. Most of us are going to bed with the next day's to-do list and 40 other things on our mind. We are not really shutting down, and which is why we're not having restful sleep, and which is why the brain seems to always right. be working. Right. So if you are going to be on the phone, you need to figure out your timing, at least 30 to 40 minutes before you are ready to really go to sleep, switch off everything and keep your eyes closed in complete darkness. It's important rest for the eyes. It's important rest for the mind. Right. That screen is not doing anything for us. That light is not doing anything good for us. But more than that, the content that you're consuming is not allowing your mind to switch off. Complete shutdown is not happening. Now, when you wake up in the morning and you pick your phone up, again, the screen light and all of that is one thing. But content-wise, the moment you pick your phone up, what you're doing is you are jump-starting your being. If any of you will know what jump-starting a car looks and feels like, OK? Or if you watched episodes of House mm-hmm. and Gray's Anatomy, you know, when they come with those, um, what do you call that electric thing to jerk the heart back into motion? The cardiac arrest things i don't know what they're called but yeah. it's like you're jump starting your mind like that every morning and hitting emotional triggers because you wake up in the morning and you read something yeah. and your mind is obviously ready to react and respond so you're not giving your body a slow easy start like there's no flow you're jumping into things it's like going into the pool and diving into the deep end every day every single time so you know that's mm-hmm. why morning and evening morning and night if you can and if look 30 minutes one hour seems too long for you do 15 minutes to 20 minutes it's fine you know do 15 20 minutes and slowly start increasing it
0: yeah right
1: yeah that makes sense um our last question is um now that everything is online like school college and work um how good do you think this is for our mental health and how do you think we can take time out of this to better our mental health? Um, we're living in tough times. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very intense time, because the amount of time that we're spending on the screen means that much of, um, like our eyes are on overdrive, our mind is on overdrive, all our senses are on overdrive. Um, so I would say this, that, and these are my tricks, I tend to stand at my window and stare at greenery um, for at least 5, 5, 10, 10 minutes, even if I have to put on a stopwatch. And when I say stare at greenery, I actually look at a tree and start observing the leaves. Now, the thing is that looking at something green is very soothing. Okay, so that's one thing that you can do. The second thing that I do is I have a fish tank. I sit and stare at my fish, which can seem very boring. But five minutes a day, again, very calming, very soothing. You're giving your eyes some rest. Option number three. Wet a handkerchief and place the wet hanky on your eyes so that your eyes are closed and you're cooling them down. Third thing, fourth thing that you must do is to walk around, is to move around. Okay, so if you are on a, if you are on a call and your camera is not on, and you can ca- carry your phone and walk around, you know, walk while you're doing that call. If you are attending something where your camera is not on and you're just a participant and you can move. Then move. Okay. So it's extremely important to keep moving through the day. Um, every 15, 20 minutes, make sure that you're getting up and moving. And ensure that you're not going from the phone to the laptop to the TV, back to the laptop to the phone or whatever. Give yourself um, 20, 20 minutes, which are devoid of any screen. Any. Okay. So figure out how in the day you can give yourself 10 minutes, 20 minutes of no screen time. It doesn't have to be one long hour or five long hours. Do it in small doses, even that will help you right. um, An example of it would be not to take your phone to the lunch or dinner table you know keep it keep it in <laughs> in, in in another room in the living room wherever you want.
0: Huh. all right uh, that was a quite a long uh, session, but very informative. I'd say uh I mean, I'm pretty sure I was guilty of all <laughs> the things that you said. <laughs> It's okay, we move. We, uh, we, we'll all, we all are guilty
1: of these habits. Um, and it's really harder right now than it was before the lockdown. Like I said, social media is our window to the outside world and connection to the outside world right now. Not to, um, you know, uh, also the, the, the fact that we are doing video calls, which means more screen, right? Even if you don't want, there's a screen there mm-hmm. because you're not meeting people and you want to see people. So it's, it's hard, it's understandable. However, that means we all need to make that much more effort to put certain boundaries down and certain healthy practices down. That much more effort has to be made. We right. don't. There's no um, excuse and exemption there for anybody. And again, I'm going to say this, uh, make sure you have a 70-30 rule, which means out of seven days, if five days you followed your own rules, it's good. If two days you didn't, it's fine. Even during a day, if you followed 70% of your own rules, it's fine. You know, 30% you didn't, you overdid one or two things. It's okay. Don't beat yourself down
0: for it. All right. Uh, to everyone who's reached here and uh, as this, thank you for listening. Uh, Chetna, thank you for being with us on this episode. Thank you. And if you all want to reach out to Chetna, her Instagram will be mentioned in the description. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. For listening. Okay.